are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Spotify Green Room. I'm your host, Miller Thomas of Locked On Diamondbacks. You're listening to my Spotify Green Room. And on today's Green Room, we're going to be talking about the D-backs weekend against the Philadelphia Phillies in the first segment. Then in segment number two, we are previewing the next series against the San Diego Padres. Tuesday night is ASU night. I might be going there. Uh, $5 tickets, D-backs versus Padres. I got to go for $5. We got JT Shorter in Spotify Green Room. Uh, Maybe he's here to talk some crap because I know he's a Phillies fan. Oh, look at him. He's going off in the chat. D-backs suck with about 5Ks. Go Phillies. Even though the Phillies... Have played the uh, the Phillies have played the D backs seven times this year. You know who is winning the se- the season series? The D backs are four to three right now on the season series. The D backs are better than the Phillies, so it doesn't matter that the D- that the Phillies won three straight games against the D backs because on the season the D backs are the better team. And then to wrap up today's green room, we're gonna be talking about the D backs farm system but let's first start with the weekend slate of games against the phillies the d-backs uh beat the philadelphia phillies not too long ago uh uh, about a week and a half ago they swept the phillies the phillies really need wins desperately need wins they're trying to make the postseason and they were able to get some wins this series at least the d-backs won the first game of the series thursday night now and after that thursday night win i was like here we go again i guess the d-backs just own the philadelphia phillies i thought the d-backs were gonna get another sweep of the phillies but of course, knowing the D-backs, the D-backs bullpen, their their unclutch offense, that wasn't able to happen. D-backs lose the next three games after winning the first. So, Phillies, four and a half game back of the NL East Braves. The Phillies are actually only four games back of a wild card spot. So, we've been saying for a long time, well, I, I don't know how much I've been saying on this pod for a long time, but the narrative around the NL East teams for a while is that you have to win the division if you want to make the postseason. And with the slide of the Padres, that's not really the case anymore. Now, teams like the Phillies uh, have a chance. A team like the Phillies has a chance of making the postseason just by winning the wild card. Now, I think a Phillies fan would rather see them make the postseason via the division so you don't have to do a one-game wild card. But still, if you're a Philadelphia Phillies fan like you, like a, like a JT Shorter... It's been 10 years since you've seen the Phillies in the postseason. I did a crossover today with Dan Wilson of Lockdown Phillies, and he put me on some new info. The Phillies have the longest playoff drought of any National League team. I knew the Phillies had a long drought, but when you go back and, and look at it, 10 years since the Phillies have made the postseason. For all my Suns fans out there, you know how it feels. It's been 10 years since you guys made the postseason prior to this year, so you guys can relate with Philadelphia Phillies fans. I'm a Laker fan at heart, so 
I know about it too, just a little bit because we had a seven year stretch, but still, at least the, the Lakers are riddled with championships. Can't say the same about the Suns. At least the Phillies have a couple championships, but let's not go off on a tangent. The D backs today, Sunday, we had Bumgarner on the mound. He was balling after coming back from his IL injured, uh, you know, IL appearance on the injured list. But in his last start, it was the first time in a while he didn't look too good. Gave up four earned runs in his last start. And today, another start where Mass and Bumgarner didn't look so good. Five earned runs today. Seven hits in five innings. Back-to-back starts where Bumgarner is coming back to earth. And Bumgarner's probably not as good of the guy who we saw, you know, in those first seven starts coming back from the injured list or the guy we saw earlier in the year where where he had a, a, a historic five-start span where he had the, the lowest whip since like the 1930s. But he's probably not as bad as the guy we saw the first three starts of this year or the last two starts uh, of or the, the guy we saw in these past two starts. Bumgarner's probably somewhere in between a high threes, a low fours kind of a pitcher. And today... Umgarner talked about it. He just did not have any feel for his pitches today. He said, and I quote, I had no feel and no idea where the ball was going. The slider was backing up. It was really bad. As bad as I've thrown in a long time. And it could have been a lot worse. Honestly, I was throwing fastballs in the dirt warming up. And that's something I never do. So even Bumgarner talked about today how he was not really feeling his stuff. But some positives from today, Arizona catcher Jake McCarthy recorded his first major league hit when he doubled home a run in the second. D-backs are able to cut the lead 5-4 in the eighth, but the bullpen and unclutch offense today was not able to come through as the D-backs lose today 7-4. 10 men left on base, and then in Saturday's game, Humberto Mejia, the 24-year-old rookie, made his second start of the season, was solid in his first start, five innings, two earned runs in that first start. And in Saturday's game, he was shaky to begin the game, settled down after that, but still only went six innings and gave up four runs earned. But on the other side, for the Phillies, Kyle Gibson, newly acquired at the trade deadline, absolutely shut it down. Six innings, three hits, no earned runs. D-backs lose back-to-back games over the weekend. They lose Friday night as well. But it's okay because the D-backs have a real team coming into town, and that's the San Diego Padres, who we are going to talk about on today's uh, Spotify green room because I want to see the D-backs play the spoiler against the Padres. So that's what we are about to talk about. But first, does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package.
So I guess DirecTV has a streaming service. Now, uh, that's kind of funny. People want to get rid of cable, so they started making all these streaming services. And now people pay so much in streaming services because everyone has to have like four or five. That it's basically more expensive than cable now. So now cable is making their own streaming service, which you can already probably get on their cable service. Uh, it, it, the way we've gone back and forth with cable and streaming services in the world and the country has been a pretty funny process to watch. But let's move on on Spotify Green Room and on the D-backs podcast. And let's talk about the next series that the D-backs are going to, the next team, I guess, the, the D-backs are going to face in their next series. And that's the San Diego Padres. And it gives the D-backs a chance to play spoiler one more time. I love what the D-backs have been doing. They didn't get to do it too much against the Phillies in this series. But the D-backs are going to win games. It has to be against teams. Better fighting for the postseason. Otherwise, it's pretty pointless to me because you shouldn't be winning games this point of the year uh, if you are anyway. And if the D-backs are going to win games, it should at least be against teams that have something to play for. Don't win games against the Pirates because that only hurts you. Don't win games against the Rangers, the Orioles, the worst teams in baseball. That's not going to help you. But if you want to win games against the Phillies, the Reds, the Padres, you know, the, the, the Yankees, the teams that are right there, that need postseason wins. I guess the Yankees have been on so much uh, fire that they don't really need wins as much right now as they did, uh, you know, a month ago when it seems like they needed every win. But the D-backs facing the San Diego Padres next week, ASU night on Tuesday, $5 tickets. I'm going to try and go because it's Zach Gallant on Tuesday. But for the first game of the series, it's going to be Tyler Gilbert versus Chris Paddock. The Padres are one and a half games back of the wild card as I'm recording this on Sunday, 5 o'clock Pacific time. And we're going to see Tyler Gilbert go up first Monday night against the Padres. And the last time Tyler Gilbert had to face off against the San Diego Padres, we know what happened. Gilbert absolutely shut down Padres in his last start. He threw a no-hitter. Yes, a no-hitter. One of the few times in Major League history a pitcher has thrown a no-hitter in his Major League starting debut. Of course, Gilbert has pitched a couple times in a relief, but never before, uh, never started a game before the one against the San Diego Padres. Nine innings, no hits. A magical day for Tyler Gilbert. But since then, come back to earth just a little bit. He hasn't been bad since then but he went five innings four earned runs and then five innings two earned runs in his next two starts so what you would expect from a tyler gilbert level pitcher you don't expect no hitter every time he goes out there and pitches but if you get five innings three earned runs from a tyler gilbert you would definitely take that on the other mound the padres are going to be throwing chris paddock at the d-backs 531 year right so that's definitely a game the d-backs can steal against a chris paddock who's been struggling this season he's someone i had a lot of respect for previously he's been a pretty solid back-end rotation guy for the Padres but hasn't really lived up to expectations this season so maybe the D-backs can take advantage of him and then Tuesday night the game that I hope to be at you got Blake Snell versus Zach Allen and that sounds like an enticing matchup Blake Snell we know he's one of the worst pitchers in baseball when he's away from Petco so I would love to see the D-backs offense come alive. So you got Chris Paddock on Monday who's been struggling. Then you get Blake Snell in the second game. That's two, in the second game, that's two games the D-backs should definitely have a chance of winning. 
against the San Diego Padres. Zach Gallon on the mound. Gallon 4-3-2 ERA versus a 4-5-8 ERA of Blake Snell. But Gallon, the last two starts, 12 innings pitch, no earned runs, 15 Ks. I'm hoping Gallon shows up on Tuesday night with the sledge uh, with the sledgehammer ready to crack open some Padres because I love it when Zach Allen's in his bag when he's got that that dirty look on his face, mean mugging opposing batters, throwing the gas. Haven't seen it enough from Gallon this season, but if you can if you can see against the Padres, best believe I'm gonna pay five dollars for a chance to see Zach Allen shut down the Padres and for the D-backs offense to absolutely light up Blake Snell. And then in the final game of the series, the D-backs, the D-backs are throwing out Taylor Widener 4-2-8 year ray versus U Darvish 3.8 year ray. And this is gonna be a fun one too because Taylor Widener, over his last four starts, he's given up no more than two earned runs in any of his previous four starts and has gone exactly five innings pitch in four straight starts. So five innings pitch, four straight starts, and no more than two earned runs in any of those four. That's a pretty good stretch by Taylor Widener. And then you, Darvish, the last two times he's faced... Uh, faced against the D-backs. He's, he's been pretty hit or miss. The first time on August 7th, seven innings, two earned runs, 12 strikeouts, shut down the D-backs that day. But the next start, August 12th, just five days later, 2.2 innings pitch, five earned runs, and four strikeouts. So Darvish hit or miss against the D-backs. And ever since July, you know, around the crackdown, Darvish has been very hit or miss for the Padres. He went four earned runs, then six earned runs, then two earned runs, then four earned runs, five earned runs, two earned runs, five earned runs, four earned runs. That's basically Darvish's last eight starts. So very hit or miss during that time period. It has not looked like the same guy. Dealt with injuries. Uh, also the crackdown during that time as well. So not really sure if this is the same Darvish we've seen the you know from 2020 or at the start of the season, but that's not for you know I'm not going to get mad at it if it's not the same Darvish. I hope the D-backs light him up. I hope the D-backs get a sweep, and I hope the D-backs rip the heart out of all San Diego Padres fans after the series this week. Now we'll talk about where the D-backs farm system falls in the newest power rankings by MLB Pipeline, but. Did you know Bilt Bar has so many delicious flavors? They got coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. There's a flavor for everyone. And the reason why I love Bilt Bar is because it's healthy. I'm a health conscious guy. I'm trying to work out every day, but I have a sweet tooth and Bilt Bar tricks me. I think that I'm eating a candy bar when in reality, I'm actually eating a protein bar. It's the low in calorie, low in sugar, but high in protein and high in fiber. So it's great for that keto diet. Just go to built.com use promo code lock 15 for 15% off your next order promo code lock 15 for 15% off at built.com it's that time of year again and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season as always bet online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season go updated odds props and contests including online's biggest half million dollar nfl mega contest and the world's largest two hundred thousand dollar nfl survivor contest open now at bet online head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 
your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back into it and let's discuss uh let's discuss MLB Pipeline because they recently came out with their midseason farm system rankings and you won't believe where the Arizona Diamondbacks organization is ranked post MLB draft and it is ranked ninth in all of baseball. The teams ahead of the Arizona Diamondbacks, you got number one. You got the Baltimore Orioles, then you got the Mariners, you got the Miami Marlins, after that Pittsburgh Pirates, Kansas City Royals, Tampa Bay Rays, Tigers, San Francisco Giants 8, and then you got the D-backs 9, so the Giants with the best record in baseball have a better farm system than the D-backs, they have a top 8 farm system in all of baseball, so shout out Ben Kaspik, shout out Giants for able to put that kind of organization together, but for the D-backs, They got a pretty respectable organization, number nine. And part of the reason why the D-backs organization might not be so high is because they got so many injuries to their top prospects. Jordan Lawler's season is over after suffering a shoulder injury. Same with Corbin Carroll. Uh, If you look at someone even further down in the D-backs organization in terms of farm system rankings. Slay Chachani is done for the year two. He is ranked seventh in the organization. So D-backs have three of their top seven guys uh, out for the season. And of course, their two top guys are out for the season. So the D-backs farm system is definitely taking a hit. But still, when you look at the top 10 for the D-backs farm system, ain't too shabby at all. You got Jordan Lawler, number one, this year's first-round draft prospect, who fell to them at number six. You got Corbin Carroll, number two, one of their top one of the top outfield prospects in all baseball, Alec Thomas, number three, really highly regarded outfield prospect two, Corbin Carroll and Alec Thomas, both top 100 overall prospects in the entire sport. And then four through 10 for the D-backs doesn't look too bad either. Left-hander Blake Walston is four, right-hander Wright Nelson, five, right-hander Bryce Jarvis, six, right-hander Slade Chichani, seven, outfielder Christian Robinson, eight, shortstop Geraldo Perdomo, nine, and then third baseman A.J. Vukovic, 10. And the thing with Christian Robinson, if you guys didn't see by Zach Buchanan of the of the Athletic, he was recently charged 
uh, dimming back from an incident uh, a few months ago. He had uh, he flipped out on a cop. He had some mental health breakdown where he had an incident with a cop. So he's being charged. He's being sent back overseas. I believe there's some issue that that causes an issue with his visa. So he might not be able to play in the States for some time. So really sad situation developing where Christian Robinson, one of the top uh, prospects in the D-backs farm system. But even without him there, Evac's farm system is still looking pretty good, especially with the infusion of talent that they got from this year's draft. Infielder Ryan Bliss, their second round pick, is the 14th ranked prospect in the organization. Adrian Del Castillo, who was selected in the competitive balance round, he was uh, he's going to be ranked 18th in the organization. A team's top catching prospect now. And even Jacob Steinmetz, the D-backs uh, third round selection, is now ranked 25th in an organization, the first Orthodox Jew drafted in Major League Baseball. So he's a top prospect as well. As we were saying before, Corbin Carroll is going to be ranked 21st in the top 100 of all prospects. Alec Thomas, 42. So the D-backs have two very highly regarded prospects. And this is what MLB Pipeline had to say in their little blurb about the D-backs farm system. The good news, Lawler was a massive get with the sixth overall pick and is instantly becoming the shining star of the system. Also, there's no telling how high Carroll could have climbed if not for the season-ending shoulder surgery. Instead, Thomas has been the productive outfielder in the upper levels. Unfortunately, Geraldo Perdomo has struggled and Christian Robinson's status remains up in the air due to a legal issue. So, the, the blurb is encouraging and not so encouraging at the same time Geraldo Perdomo Christian Robinson that they're they're gonna see they, they seem like their stock is definitely on the way down with their issues on and off the field but at least the D-backs got a nice infusion of talent from this draft but there's still some other guys in the system that the D-backs should have high hopes for like Alec Thomas who they've already been promoting and been grooming to Maybe make a September call-up. He still seems like a year away. And the two top pitching prospects for the D-backs, Blake Walston and Ryan Nelson, they both they both pitched pretty well during their call-ups to this season. Walston got called up to high, high A Hillsborough in June. He struggled at first, but then he turned it around in August. He's been pretty good this month. 2-6-3 ERA this month with 13 strikeouts. And then Nelson was called up in June with the double A team, and he struggled in his first two starts, but since then, he has a 3.63 ERA with 76 strikeouts and 52 innings pitch through 10 starts in double A. So he's been pitching pretty well as well. So the two top pitching prospects for the D backs have looked pretty solid. Alec Thomas has looked pretty good as well. He hasn't been killing it on Reno like he was prior to that, but still a lot of. A lot of high hopes for Alec Thomas. Still a very high ceiling for the kid. So still excited for the D-backs farm system. Don't think they have a crazy ceiling, but I think the D-backs farm system at least has a pretty high floor with their pitching prospects and their outfield prospects specifically. I'm rooting for a Chris Robinson. Hopefully the legal issue isn't a big deal. But the D-backs farm system is going to need to continue to take steps forward. Going to need to continue to develop in the proper way because the D-backs are still trying to figure out which young players do they want to keep. Uh, 
during this next phase that they're going that they're going through during this next rebuild who do they want to keep for the next era of d-backs baseball i think september is going to tell us a lot about that i think you know august is pretty much over so we pretty much got september to let us know who we should keep for the future so i'm really excited to see what the future holds for the d-backs i'm gonna hold on to my optimism for now till i see more production from the guys in the D-backs farm system. But that's going to wrap up today's Spotify Green Room and today's Diamondbacks podcast. Come back tomorrow where we have a podcast with Dan Wilson of Locked On Philly. So be on the lookout for that. And as always, stay safe and stay healthy out there. Deuces!